0: What's going on, everybody? It's your boy Trey. Welcome back to Renewed Studio. I know it's been a while. Um, I've been in seminary and this past semester we were just swamped with things to do. So I really didn't have time to make content like I wanted to. The good news, though, is that I don't have classes this summer. And so i have a lot more time to make content and we already have videos queued up to start playing uh, starting next monday um so we're we're starting a foundational series where we're going to be looking at the foundations of the faith. Uh, here at Renewed Studio, we believe in encouraging, rightly dividing the Word of God, but in order to do so, uh, you have to be able to do that with the foundations under your, under your foot or under your belt. Um, and so we want to um, spend some time, spend the next few weeks uh, really just digging into what those foundational beliefs are. Uh, With that being said, if you haven't done so yet, hit subscribe, hit that subscribe button, please. Uh, So that way you can be notified whenever we do share content and please hit that like and share button. So that way you can share um, this platform with your family and friends across your social media platforms. With that being said, tonight's going to be not going to be not going to be one of those nights where we are doing the foundational series. Tonight is going to be one of those nights where we really swing over to the other side of Renewed Studio, where you know here we also believe in biblically and critically thinking through the issues of the day. Um, and the issue that I want to talk about tonight is affirmative action. Um, it's a topic that I have thoughts on, um, and I just want to share those, those thoughts. Hopefully this is productive, and I hope that the comments and the questions uh, that it garners are also productive, um, because I want this to be a conversation uh, where we can you know, hear each other Uh, You can kind of hear my heart and hear where I'm coming from. And then in the comment section, I would love to hear where you're coming from as well. Uh, So with that being said, let's get into it. June of this year, the Supreme Court voted 6-3 that affirmative action was unconstitutional and discriminatory. The case that led to this ruling was brought by a group called the Students for Fair Admission. Uh, they sued Harvard and the University of North Carolina Chapel Hill, arguing that their race-based admission programs violated, respectively, Title VI of the Civil Rights Act of 1964 and the Equal Protection Clause of the 14th Amendment. The group specifically used the argument that affirmative action hurts Asian Americans while unfairly benefiting Black and Latino students. The cases were heard by the Supreme Court and it ruled in favor of the SFFA, ending a fight the founder began in the 90s. The decision was met with cheers and jeers along party lines. Those who identify with right-wing politics celebrated and those who identify with left-wing politics decried it. My goal with this video is to break down where I, an African American Christian, fall on this subject and why. Affirmative action has its roots in the time before the Civil Rights Act of 1964. The original idea was to address discriminatory hiring practices in uh, government contractors, which h- kept highly qualified black Americans from being hired. Under the Kennedy administration, an executive order was signed requiring government contractors to consider and recommend additional affirmative steps, which should be taken by executive departments and agencies to realize more fully the national policy of non-discrimination. The contractors, it says, will take affirmative action to ensure that all applicants are employed and that all employees are treated during employment without regard to their race, creed, color, or national origin. Any government contractors who didn't comply uh, would risk losing contracts with the federal government for good. President Kennedy didn't argue for special treatment or quotas, but for the end of job discrimination. President Lyndon Johnson took Kennedy's work even further because of continued discrimination in the hiring process of government contractors. And in 1964, he signed the Civil Rights Act, which aimed to address discrimination in public and private business that offered services to the public. The bill also applied to public schools, hospitals, and other public entities. Conservatives believed the bill was unconstitutional because it attempted to regulate business workplace. During the 1980s under the Reagan administration, this is where the argument that affirmative action and like programs were reverse discrimination discrimination found life. However, the Supreme Court ruled that race and sex could be considered when looking at qualified applicants. From that time until June, affirmative action has been a hot-button issue among conservatives and liberal circles, with each digging deeper into their positions. With the Supreme Court ruling, conservatives celebrate an end to what they refer to as a discriminatory practice, and the liberal half raised concern that the problems with admitting qualified minorities to schools and workplace will suffer. I fall on the side that affirmative action is neither discriminatory nor unneeded. Let's look at some stats on affirmative action. 1. When we look at this Pew Research Center graphic, at the top of the factors of college admission in 2022, we see that race and ethnicity are at the bottom three categories of this list. High school grades and standardized test scores are the top two, so merit get the most of the consideration more so than race, community service, being the first in the family to go to college, and even athletic ability far surpass race as being a factor. This cuts into the pervasive narrative that affirmative action is mostly race-based and gives Blacks and Latinos an advantage over everyone else. It is a factor, but not the only factor, and in most cases, not the major factor. Next, Let's look at the Heckinger report that shows the disparity between black high school graduates and black first year students attending their state's flagship university. The closest disparity is the University of Alabama, where 30% of the state's high school graduates are black, but only 11 to 12% of the first time students at Bama are black. Everywhere else, including my home state of Maryland, show a greater disparity between the two stats of high school graduation and first year college attendance. For me, this points to the necessity of programs like affirmative action that seek to address the need to identify qualified minorities from schools, towns, and cities that otherwise wouldn't have the opportunity. Third, a Labor Department report actually uh, indicates that the biggest beneficiaries of affirmative action have been white women, thus poking another hole in the argument that affirmative action gives Blacks uh, and Latinos an unfair advantage. Lastly, Let's look at one issue that doesn't get talked about at all in this debate. Acceptance rates. Harvard University has an acceptance rate of 4%. That means that of the five fifty-six thousand nine hundred thirty-seven people who applied to Harvard, only 2,200 were granted admission. Here in this, uh, in this website, it shows that there were 61,000 applicants. And of that, only 1,900 gained admission. The University of North Carolina Chapel Hill acceptance rate is 16.8% in 2022, so out of the 57,219 applicants, only 9,600 students were admitted. At UNC, that number is broken down even further and uh, that 43% of those accepted were from North Carolina, while only 8% of out-of-state applicants gained admission. Princeton has a 4% acceptance rate, and Yale has a 5% acceptance rate. What's my point? If someone is applying to these schools with thousands of other students with similar grades and SAT scores, but doesn't gain admission, it's more likely that you didn't get accepted because you simply didn't meet the 4%, 5%, 8%, or even the 16% acceptance bar. To go after a program in affirmative action that is meant to address inequalities and searching for quality Uh, or qualified minorities really doesn't improve your chances of admission in these institutions, but it does send the country backwards in attempting to address the lack of opportunities for minorities to study at these institutions. In 1983, Justice Clarence Thomas, he wasn't justice then, said these words when speaking of affirmative action policies, But for them, God only knows where I would be today. These laws and their proper application are all that stand between the first 17 years of my life and the second 17. It has always struck me how one could benefit from a system only to turn around and seek to tear it down because of the perceptions of others. I wasn't a recipient of affirmative action in college. I attended Bowie State University, which is an HBCU. Uh, To my knowledge, I've not been hired to any jobs um, that I've held as a result of affirmative action. But even if I was, um, I would be okay. Why? Because I'm qualified. So was Justice Thomas. So was Justice uh, Sonia Sotomayor. So was Justice Katanji Brown Jackson. Each were able to attend their, inst- their respective institutions because of affirmative action. Each were able to excel in their institutions, and each have made it to the highest court thanks in part to affirmative action. I believe Psalms 33 and 5, the Lord loves righteousness and justice. The earth is full of his unfailing love. For me, these programs are intended to address injustice, discrimination, lack, and inequalities, and are in fact justice and righteous in their pursuits. I was on the side of upholding affirmative action and will continue championing efforts to continue to increase diversity in our schools and in our workplaces again i don't mean for this to become a contentious uh, argument trust me we have enough of those uh, but i really would love this to be a productive conversation so please make sure you put your comments and your questions inside of the comment uh, section i would love to hear from you i um, would love to hear your thoughts Um, and then continue this conversation as we go. Um, And again, please remember to hit that subscribe button for uh, notification of when we're going live, notification when we're uploading any content. And I look forward to seeing everybody uh, next week when we put out our first foundational series. With that being said, everybody have a good night and God bless.